This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Now, we would normally start with the football, but we begin today's podcast in a more serious tone than usual. This weekend, TalkSport spoke about the issues raised after Sarah Everard's death and the need for change within society. We'll hear from Tony Cascarino and why men should be more aware of the issues women face on a daily basis. But we begin with Natalie Sawyer, who gave a very powerful message following this awful tragedy. Sarah did nothing wrong on the day she went missing. She took all the precautions. She was in the right place, just at the wrong time. All women should be able to walk where they like, when they like, without fear. But this is just not the case. And enough is enough. Sarah's death has sparked conversations between all women because we recognise ourselves in her story. Every woman has experienced harassment from strangers, has walked the long way home because it's well lit. They've held their keys between their fingers to feel safe and protected and shared their location with a loved one via their phone. They've texted their friends to let them know that they're home safe or worn flat shoes for comfort, but also in case they need to run. And there is just the start of what women go through to make themselves simply feel safer on the streets where they live. Every woman listening knows this vigilance and we've accepted that for decades. Women deserve to feel safe. So why should women have to accept the way that we are living? Why do we teach the importance of women protecting themselves? How is that the solution when that's not getting to the source of the problem, there needs to be a cultural change. This is a moment like the moments after the killing of George Floyd and subsequent Black Lives Matter protests around the world. We have a chance to change the landscape. I am proud to work for TalkSport, who are happy to lead the change. And it is time to listen and time to listen to what women have to say. I found out yesterday, my, my, my wife, and she never told me this before, that she was attacked when she was a teenager. Mm. I never knew that. She never told me. She said, well, I was told. I said, you've never told me that. She went, well, I was. But it happens. We get harassed. We get, you know, uh, cat whistled or whatever, wolf whistling. Mm. Uh, we, you know, just being disrespectful in, in many ways. And we've all got daughters. We don't want our daughters to be growing up in a world where they're fearful of what might happen. We have to change. I was brought up in the 70s and 80s where things were, were said and done were far worse than they are now, but it's nowhere near right. 
my niece, um, Natalie Jarvis, uh, back in October 2012, she was murdered. Um, she was stabbed more than 20 times, taken to a, a remote country lane by somebody she trusted, a person by the name of Adam Wheelerhan. They were in, in an on-off relationship, a casual relationship, if you like, at the time. She was 23 years old. She thought she was going for a drive. She came out of her house in her pyjamas and never, never came back. And um, just just this, this Sarah story has opened so many wounds for my family. Not that the wounds have ever healed. As I say, it was nine years ago now, but, but the pain is raw. But as men, you know, we, we need to be aware we need to keep highlighting problems and, and we need to do what we can to to make it safe for women, for women to feel safe. She was walking home in the dark, Sarah Everard, and, and like my niece, she never got home and her loved ones never saw her alive again. It needs to be changed. The normality needs to change. We have, I have two young daughters. I have a wife, I have a mother. Um, and we was talking off air, our, our producer, Sarah, mm. um, when we leave the studio, we'll say, we'll say to her, you know, be careful getting home. We wouldn't yeah, get, say that. Get, get home safe. We wouldn't say that to each other. So it, that that's that's just that's a normal thing to say to a female, and yeah. it needs to change. It, it they need to feel safe and to be safe walking home. And we move on to the Premier League football, where Arsenal won the North London derby. Brighton beat Southampton. Leicester beat Sheffield United in the Blades' first game since Chris Wilder departed and Manchester United beat West Ham to go back to second. This is how it sounded on TalkSport. Manchester United won West Ham nil. The goal coming on 53 minutes. It came from a Bruno Fernandes corner. McTominay got a glancing header on it, but it's really made the big connection off the head of Craig Dawson. A massive win. Great result. Uh, very good performance as well. Dominated. Started poorly. We, we kept giving the ball away, we were maybe too impatient, we didn't take care in our passing, never got any rhythm and it kept turning over and we had to run back to win it back, but fair play to everyone, attitude to print back, regroup and work from there was, was there. We came here uh, I think July last year and we got a draw which kept us up, stopped us getting relegated. Now people were, were coming here and we were, we were disappointed that we couldn't get a bit higher up the league, closer to course at the fourth spot by not winning tonight so it says a lot but it still doesn't mean to say that I'm, that I'm happy with, with coming here and losing and I'm not, I, I, I wanted us to win and I want the players to get the, the thoughts that you know, we're not going to come away and think that we're going to be pleased losing 1-0 at Man United, we're not we want to play better and we want to win next time Spurs have missed the opportunity to close the gap on the top four, it's finished here at the Emirates, Arsenal 2, Tottenham Hotspur 1. Michael Oliver decided again I don't understand why he didn't go to the screen because um, on the pitch you can make a mistake. You can. Players, coaches, referees, you can make a mistake on the pitch on um, on real time. And from players, coaches and referees, only the referees, they have the privilege to make it go back and to resolve a mistake. Not with us coaches, not with us players. Referees, they have that opportunity. And for some reason, Michael and, uh, and Paul Tierney, they decided no. Jose is what he is. Everything moves on. The, the way he wants to play football now, because everything moves on, football doesn't stand still. And if you look at all the top teams where they try and want to play now, if you look at Manchester City, if you look at Liverpool over the last couple of years and Manchester City, everyone's trying to catch them. So the only way you're going to catch them is ultimately end up trying to play the same kind of football that they do. Jose Mourinho was a proven winner of trophies. And I say was 
because I'm not sure that he will be anymore. First half, no intensity, no pressing, no defensive intensity, not intensity with the ball, the ball rolling slow, slow. some players walking on the pitch, don't showing themselves for quick passing and movement. First half, really bad. I've been calling him Borinio, apart from the last couple of weeks, where we actually have come out of our shell mm. against, let's be honest, teams that are in the second half of the table. We've come up against Arsenal. That was a disgrace today. In that first half, absolutely disgraceful. We've got four players up front. Take mm. out Harry Kane. We are bang average. What's we son? are bang, bang average. Please listen to me. It was woeful. It was. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's be honest. It was woeful. Mourinho has to take the blame, I feel. <laughs> Substitutions that he took off, bringing people on. He was happy with, with 1-0. If he went in at 1-0 at half-time, the game plan worked. Son being injured didn't help. Getting injured. I know Lamella come on and scored. The only thing that was good in the first half was an amazing goal. Probably one of the best goals of of the season. Oh, it's Eric Lamella with an absolute stunner. It was just beautiful. I mean, when he come on, you actually called that he's hot-headed and he'll get a red card. It was woeful. For 65, 70 minutes, Tottenham were completely outplayed by Arsenal there. And it's obviously I'm a gooner and I'll be oh, accused of being biased, really? but I'm just watching it as a game of football. Spurs were really passive. Mm. They were so passive yeah, that yeah. you can't be happy as a Tottenham fan in a local derby that your team have approached it like that. Go! Marino's a washed up has been. The only defence I'd give Jose Marino right now, mm. and I'll tell you what, um, what's his name? Darren Bent, Perry, all of you guys are footballers, yeah? You can't try and manage this football team if you can. Because I tell you what, I bet you can't do it no better than he can. We went 2 1 up after that, totally deserved to do that. And then we make it so difficult for ourselves. We managed the game so badly the last 10 minutes, and, and we were lucky at the end not conceding from that chance from Kane and, and Davison Sancho. Faye Carruthers has the team news. The headline team news is Arsenal captain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is on the bench. I don't think Arsenal have the, the personnel to be able to drop players like yes. that. Yes, you don't leave them out for such a big game when you know you need the points. You give them a little fine and say, OK, I'm going to fine you. We made a decision, we draw the line and now we move on. Is our captain, our main player and uh, we know what he's done for our club. Leicester City 5, Sheffield United 0. Kelechi Iheanacho with a hat-trick to improve their Champions League chances. We just reinforced that at half-time, just need to move the ball a little bit quicker. Fraction more patient in terms of moving it side to side to find that space in the corridor. And then uh, and from there, the players and the quality and the combination was, was very good. We just uh, had news from Sheffield United that Paul Heckingbottom will take charge of the Blades for the... Uh, remainder of the season. Chris brought me to the club so from a personal point of view you know, I miss him and, and like I say it's, it's just you know, people always say it's football you have to but we have to be professional we know that but certainly the impact Chris has had on this football club probably does magnify the emotions and the feelings that, that everyone's going through. Leandro Trossard racing through the middle to smash it past the goalkeeper it was a lightning quick attack from Brighton and Hove Albion and they're back in front at St Mary's. We're probably not the only team that, that has had their home form affected but it's something that we have to, uh, I wish I could answer you simply because obviously then I would do something about it. Um, our away form is fantastic I think in terms of where, where we're at compared to our home form but we need to try and improve our home form and we can start start again on Saturday. I think we have to work on a few things because it seems that we that we are struggling in the moment uh, when we uh, want to come from the from the first line to the, to the last line and uh, this is what well, we did much better this season and uh, in a moment we we cannot put the, the qualities on the pitch. Now Formula One commentator Murray Walker has been described as a national treasure following his death at the age of 97. Walker was renowned as the voice of motorsport after leading the UK's coverage for decades before retiring in 2001. 
Morris Hamilton, Tony Jardine and Jim Rosenthal all paid tribute to the iconic broadcaster on TalkSport. Has there ever been a voice more suited to a sport Mm. than Murray Walker and motorsport? And I mean, a lot of people have forgotten in all these tributes as well. He only started commentating on Formula One when he was nearly 60. He was 59 years of age. He had a fantastic career before that. We've lost the world's greatest motorsport enthusiast. For me, he was the doyen of the commentators. And as he crossed the line at Suzuka in Japan, I said, Damon Hill is world champion. And, and I've got to stop now because I've got a lump in my throat. And I had got a lump in my throat. That's the sort of connectivity which went all the way through to the viewers and the listeners around the world. With Murray, uh, his voice, I mean, even if the TV was on in the house and you weren't in the room, the voice would echo around the house and you'd go in to see what's going on. Because of the excitement he brought to it, this enthusiasm he had was absolutely genuine, 100%. And it just came through in everything. Round and straight into the barrier. It's Schumacher. It's Schumacher. Incredible. And if I might ask you uh, finally, um, how would you like to be remembered from all the things that you've done and the way people regard you? How would you like to be remembered? Uh, I suppose, Danny, as someone who gave uh, a lot of people pleasure about something which he enjoyed so much. And you can hear a one-hour special tonight on TalkSport from 7pm when Danny Kelly sat down with the legendary voice of Formula One back in 2012. Now, there was sad news from the world of boxing as the former undisputed middleweight champion of the world, marvellous Marvin Hagler, passed away at the age of 66. He dominated the division in the early 80s until he was beaten by Sugar Ray Leonard in 1987. On TalkSport, Colin Hart and Gareth A. Davis paid tribute to one of the greatest fighters of all time. There's four great middleweights of all time and a lot of people count him as the greatest. But, you know, you have to put into the equation Carlos Monzon, Harry Greb and uh, obviously Sugar Ray Robinson. But... You know, he's a legend in the sport, and, and, and I think of everyone, he probably had the best chin out of anyone that ever fought at middleweight. He was an extraordinary man. Turns it down in the third round, and on his back, and he's not going to beat the count. I don't believe Tommy Hearns tries to get up, and he... has got to stop this fight. Does he get up? He doesn't know. He can't continue. It's Hagler. don't know how many times I've watched that, but I've watched it over and over again. He was a... A very, very, very difficult man to fight for 10 years between uh, the late 70s and the mid 80s. He had a middleweight, which is 160 pounds, people, and he was considered the baddest man on the planet for legitimately about four years before, obviously, I and Mike Tyson then took that manta. It's so sad to... To, to hear one of the legends pass somewhere like that. But I like to remember them for what they've done. I like to remember him for those fights against Sugar Ray Leonard, mm. the fights against Tommy Hearns, the fights against Roberta Duran, the fights against John Mugabe. Hagler mm. was a warrior. Yeah. And I mean a warrior. He, he, what I loved about him, he'll fight anybody. This is it, right? He didn't care. He'll call yeah. it on. Mm. Yeah, another tear up. I covered his fight with Hearn, that first round, considered to be the greatest first round in any fight, in any era. I also was at his fight when he knocked out Tony Sibson. I saw him fight Duran. And, of course, <laughs> I ch- 
chose Leonard to beat him <laughs> in that hotly disputed fight uh, in Las Vegas. So I go back to with Marvin a long, long way. I had the pleasure of introducing him at a dinner in London uh, at the uh, Lonsdale Sporting Club. And uh, I'm not saying we were bosom pals, but I like to say we were friends. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport podcasts out first thing in the morning as we build up to the Cheltenham Festival. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.